Welcome to Two Peas in a Pod. We're currently living in a time where there's seemingly a lot of negativity on the news and social media, so we're here to show you that that's not the case. We'll find great things happening around the world and to celebrate positive news rather than making a token piece at the end of a news bulletin. We'll be talking to each other as well as guests and see how they're celebrating positivity. This won't be preachy and it won't be political. Our plan is to be positive and hopefully have a good laugh along the way. His name's Kez. And his name's Ben. And welcome to episode 20. Of TP's in the park. Hey, hey, hey. Fanfare's Ben at the minute post. I uh, will do that. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm really good. How are you? Yeah, man. All good. All really good. Really good to see you bright and breezy on a first thing on a Monday morning. Yeah, yeah. Our, our schedules this week meant that we were up at six to get to the studio for seven. It's now 20 past seven in the morning. So it's uh, our voices might be a little bit jazz hour. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Hello, good morning. Smooth. Smooth, smooth talk with us. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I think it shows good commitment. I'd put this yeah. on my CV. Yeah. <laughs> I got up early once for a thing. <laughs> uh, what thing was? Oh, it was ages ago. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, as a heads up as well, because obviously it is early in the morning. Um, where we are recording, um, there is a little bit of uh, work going on. Yeah, I don't really know what it is. It just sounds like men smashing things. Yeah, for a laugh. No, it's probably just some sort of construction work. But if you hear bangs and crashes and stuff, we're fine. It's not us. We haven't fallen on a fudge yet. I mean... In the distance. The d- <laughs> distracting people like ourselves may... <laughs> Although conducive to yeah, random it, falling over. It is, yeah. It's happening! <laughs> <Yeah>. Not again! <laughs> yeah. So um, so how's your week been, mate? Everything good? Yes, good. Um, yeah, really good. Uh, played some cricket yesterday. And how was that? Uh, it was great. Nice. Blooming enjoyed myself, didn't I? S- some sort of... Excellent. Uh, Sunday normality. Nice. It was lovely. Cool. It was very good. It was nice. super hot, though. Yeah, We just stood there, and I was like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, well, I suppose that's that's quicker, I suppose, in a weird way. Like, you're just sort of going, oh, it's really hot. Like, it's, it's, I mean, and I'm, there's no shade. <laughs> I'm all for summer sports. Yeah. Right? I'm all for summer sports, but, like, yeah, cricket is, you know, and everyone says, oh, cricket's all standing around, and a lot of cricket is standing around. Yeah. I will, you know, <laughs> I will attest to that. Yeah, yeah. But standing around in like thirty-five degree heat, yeah, God. It's a bit much, a bit much, a bit much, mate. Yeah. It's a bit moist. <laughs> yeah, I uh, this week it was quite a chilled week and stuff. In the um, yeah, just enjoying the heat, I suppose. Enjoying the heat. Um, I think I shared it on on social media. Was just this really like lazy cat that splayed out in front of a fan, like. This yeah, is me. This is this me. is this is totally me this week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, but went to Eastbourne um, for a bit of a sort of a family style thing, which is cool. Nice. Never been to Eastbourne, I think, for any kind of. Fa- I had realised I had been there with with work. Okay. I was like, oh, I've been on tour here. Oh, that's cool. And I, oh, I stayed over there. Yeah, it was very much a case of. I think I sent you a audio message. I think in the morning on the Saturday morning, went for a five a.m. morning did. swim. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, there's like seals in front of me and stuff. It's really cool. Like, this is just a really lovely way to wake up in the morning. You're like, oh, give it a kiss, you know, from a rose from me. I was like, quit. <laughs> ah, I see what you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit too early for me to kind of completely click with that. But I was like, oh, I see what you did. Hey, there. My brain wakes up early, man. <laughs> so now it's good. And um, yeah, nice to kind of like be playing in the waves. And be that playing way. in the waves, Ben. Yeah, yeah, ben that'll be the name of your autobiography. Yeah, 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 yeah. Playing in the waves or <laughs> on my gravestone. Be like, oh, is that how he? Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just on your on your headstone, just yeah. like Ben Pilo played in the waves. Always played in the waves. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, guys, be careful in the waves. Come on. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah I think uh, you know this week is going to be a bit of a 
uh, interesting one this week. So I think, mate, why don't we get straight into it? Let's do it. So uh, today, um, we, we've got some interesting topics, actually, to talk about. We are going to play you some hilarious footage from our, our 10k run. Um, it's hilarious in that it... I mean, it's basically just us dying yep. and Kelly being a bit of a legend. Yep, and th- I mean, then we're going to talk about the humanitarian cri- crisis that's developing in Beirut following the catastrophic explosion last week. Yeah. Um, then, as always, we've got good news and emails from you guys. Uh, yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so let's get straight into it. So, dear listeners, uh, cast your mind back two weeks ago. It's a sunny day, Kes enjoying life, and then BAM! I hit him with a challenge upgrade. Challenge upgrade. That's a new jingle for you. That's a challenge. Oh, my, my post. mini challenge. Uh. Challenge upgrade. Cool. Like that. <laughs> I, mean, I suppose you could just do the robot voice. Yeah, I could do that. I don't even need to do the robot voice. That, no, that helps. You know, it's all part of the performance. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, authentic. So we, yeah, we started off the challenge doing a, a 5K, which is the furthest that we've ever run. Obviously, in, when we did the um, isolation triathlon, that was... 2.6k yeah 2.6 2.6 so yeah. obviously half of that and then um yeah we sort of were feeling quite um strong with it i suppose you know when you say we uh <laughs> if one was to go back to previous episodes how the 5k going cares quite strong actually so uh, <laughs> so uh with that in mind i was like well okay well let's make this an actual challenge then rather than just a normal run that we've been doing Absolutely. I suppose so we upgraded it to double that and 10k yeah and that was that so first up how did it go for you mate how would you feel I I thought it was epic yeah I'd say it was the weirdly I think it was the most one of the biggest senses of achievement that I've got from like a sporting thing yeah like yeah I've played in cricket games and we've won watched yep. rugby Wales win the rugby it's great but like yeah. as a personal achievement that's right up right up the top for yeah. me that was just absolutely I never thought I could do it yeah and especially when you said to me like let's double it yeah and I was just sort of getting by with my sort of 5k training and I right, was like right. I feel like I could do 5k that's fine yeah and then yeah then we smashed the 10k yeah I was just yeah yeah felt, I mean, great. That was yeah, yeah. I think, great. How about you? Yeah, I mean, that was. Uh, I mean, for me, it was very much the case of thought. Like, if I put my mind to something, I'm sort of weirdly stubborn in that way. Yeah, and I, you know, it's like I'm going to do this, and no one's going to tell me otherwise. You know, yeah. and I told myself, yeah, I'm just going to do it, and it's going to be great. And yeah. I think the one thing I always said to you was that, like, as long as I don't stop, yeah, that's a win for me. Yeah, and yeah, if I have to walk for a bit, I have to walk for a bit. Yeah, as long as I keep going, then fine. That's cool. And yeah, and then got to the five k because we did four laps of two and a half k. What that was our that was our vibe, you know. What I mean? Yeah, and um, that's what we decided to do. And and when we got to the five k bit, I was like, okay, yeah, that's that's feeling okay. Yeah, and then we got to our third lap, and it's like, okay, this is every with every step was the furthest I've ever run yeah. in my entire life. So it's like. Yeah, okay, starting to feel that now. And then you got to lap three and you go like, oh, I've got another lap to go. And it was just like, oh my God, it was so... But that's what that's what hench. Kelly said to me. That's one of the things that she said that really sort of like... And big up to Kelly, by the way, for joining us. Oh, that's yeah. great. Re- um, yeah, Having really, her there really helps. Yeah, but I said to her, she sent me uh, She sent me a message after we finished. <laughs> she sent me a picture of her with a, a bottle of cider. <laughs> right. <laughs> definitely, definitely earned this today. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, I said... Without that kind of motivation, though, I don't know that either of us would have done it. So yeah. I would have finished in the time that we did. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally big yeah. up to Kelly. That yeah, was yeah. awesome. Yeah, and and I think you know, purely from an asthmatic point of view as well, just to kind of like have that on the go, just to have 
something that I was basically told, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. You won't do that. Because yeah. you can't. And yeah, and totally did it. And then, yeah, by the end of it, we just like ran as fast as we could. Well, both of us did. Yeah. Just went for it, you know. It was great. It was really cool, you know. And for the listener at home, mm. using the magic of technology and yes. radio editing, <laughs> this is what it sounded like. Here we are at the beginning of the uh, of the race. The, uh, I said the race, the run. <laughs> I'm not racing you. It's I'm racing. Race. No, no, it's not race. Already, it's like, not competitive at all. No, it's not. It's all for the. It's all for fun. It is all for fun. Yeah. <laughs> so now that we're here, Kaz, how are you feeling, mate? Um, worse than I felt yesterday. <laughs> Good. Um, Question mark. <laughs> I, no, I don't know. It seems a bit more real now. We're actually here. Yeah. Uh, also, we've got a guest with us. Ben. We do have a guest uh, introducing honorary P Kelly Hobbs. Woo-hoo, hello. How's it going, away? Yeah, I've got to stop saying yes to things when people ask me twice. Um, Good. Because <laughs> now I'm coming along for a 10k run. Good. And, uh, I felt bad if I didn't ask you the, first, uh, the second time. <laughs> oh, I wanted to do it. Oh, okay. I can't do it now. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, we're going to keep you updated along the way. It's going to be a four-lapped four uh, little route. Um, so, yeah, after each lap, we'll just see how we're... See how we're doing. Yeah. If anything funny happens along the way, like I fall over, it's quite plausible. Um, oh, I'm definitely gonna fall over. Then we can we can laugh about that along the way. But yeah, catch up in a bit. That's that one done. Oh, how are you feeling? Oh, do alright. Good. Woo. Three more to go. Half an hour. Halfway there. Oh my god. Sish. So, we're about to do double what we've just done. Woo! I'm uh, feeling immediate regret of uh, posing the double distance. So, gone with like. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, we would have been finished. Oh my god. Here we go. At three. Or four. Here we go. I've had to walk. This is the furthest I've ever pushed my body in a big way. I'm beyond exhausted. My body is screaming at me. But, as I said to kids, you know, my goal is to just finish without stopping. And that, that is a win for me. I haven't stopped yet. We're almost at the third of our fourth lap. Okay, those bursts of energy have had a little rest. Last lap, sprint to the finish without spreading. Here we go. Ah, that was insane. First 10k, woo! They absolutely smashed it. Oh, that felt amazing. How do you you feel, dude? Oh, just got a right raw stitch in that last lap. You're an absolute trooper, last 200 meters. I just lost you. Uh, I was like, I'll run it because you put support, you were gone. Uh, that was, yeah. We lost cares about 300 metres ago. Yeah. Well done, you, dude. Uh, yeah, I just thought, I was like, I'm going to have to speed up or you went upside down. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought. Oh, my God. And then, and that, You nailed it, man. Considering your ass you smashed it. Uh, Amazing work. And, yeah, wicked Kelly that you were able to join us as well. Yeah, thank you. 
No, welcome. Quite enjoyed it actually. Uh, so yes, yeah, so that was that was a really amazing, good fun, a little achievement thing, and you know we you know couldn't have done it without Kelly as well. So big up to her. That sort of really fueled the fire for changes going forward. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, I've got to say one thing, dude. Yeah. Now for a guy with pretty severe asthma. Yeah. You absolutely smashed it. Thanks, man. You like properly smashed it. Like you just when you put your mind to something. Yeah. You absolutely nail it, and you know that's even though you know there were times you had to sort of hang back. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, you, know, you didn't stop. You just kept going. So, yeah, I'm proud of you, man. That Thanks, man. Awesome. And to yourself as well. Like the one thing I've I sort of noticed that from your point of view is you started off being like, oh my god, oh my god, like really sort of struck, not struggling with the idea, but like initially sort of struggling. But then yeah. once you got your pace, you were off. Yeah, it's like right, I'm off. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> off you went. And yeah, that but that was just amazing to see that you sort of gone like right, you've won, run all this way. And now you're sort of like pushing further. And then you just, yeah, smashed it speed wise and sort I of, you know. Just wanted it to end. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought if I run quicker, it ends quicker. I, I kind of know what you mean. Yeah. In a weird way. That's sort of what, you know. That, who knew that like the fuel of that was the the, yeah. the end fuel of that? So, yeah, so that was really cool anyway. And um, we did it in like a time of one minute, I think it was one minute 13 in the end. Yeah. Which for first time without stopping was like, yeah. Happy with that? Yeah, I'll take that. And yeah. I'd like to do it again. I'm going to revisit it and see if I can take sure. like get that down to like 110. Yeah, that'd be nice. Because I think, so my best time for, I mean, my best time for a 5K is like 32 minutes. Sure. So, I mean, ideally, I think I'd probably like to get my 5K time down by like sub yeah. 30. Yeah. And then nice. maybe revisit the 10k. That'd be very cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Nice. Yeah. Well done, you, mate. Well done, you. And well done, you. Oh, thanks, mate. Thanks. Two peas. So, the next challenge. From one challenge to another. One challenge to another. I think this is uh, one thing that we briefly spoke about. Um, yeah. And that was sort of stretching out a triathlon in a weird way. Well, yeah. thing about triathlons, apparently. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We, um, yeah, it was basically the thought of doing a swim. Yeah. Now, where we said last week, there are two piers in the town of Pan Bay next to us, Hampton Pier and Hampton Bay Pier proper. And, I thought um, you said Handsome Pier then. Oh. I thought that would be a really cool name for a pier. Where you uh, Hanson Pier. Hanson Pier. Hampton Pier. Hampton. Hampton Pier. And uh, to Hampton Bay Pier properly, that's one and a half K. Okay. Which isn't too bad just just shy of a mile yeah yeah and so i know you've obviously um expressed to me and stuff in the past that swimming isn't necessarily your strongest point no it used to be though sure i used to like scott used to swim at school yeah i was like super well i say super strong i was just strong yeah strong swimmer that's what what my mom used to say sure don't worry about running (laughs) kids you can swim you can swim you're a strong swimmer yeah um so yeah i'm apprehensive about this one sure uh especially because i haven't trained yet Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got in the water yet. We're at the 10th of August. <laughs> what, we got 20 days? 20 days. Yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah. Be no. fine. Cool. Um, I'll train tomorrow. No. <laughs> <laughs> When's high tide? Um, in the morning. Okay, I'll train tomorrow morning. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. When you're at work. Uh, and then, yeah. So, um, no. So, it's going to be cool. And then, what I'm going to try and do, because I am I have been training sort of for quite a while, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. My plan, hopefully. Things crossed. Um, do it there and then go back and do 3k total by all means join but I don't think you will <laughs> um, no I don't know that I could do I mean we could try yeah um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to get um, our mutual friend Marsh with his inflatable kayak yeah to join in 
next to us as our immediate aid if we need, you know. Oh, yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Our like spotter, a, if like you will. A, yeah, like a, a, a the aid boat or yeah. whatever. That, I, I'm sure there's a name for it. I'm sure the the, yeah. the, the, the support boat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I was posh when I said that. <laughs> support boat. Support boat. Um, yeah, so we're going to do that. So that's going to be really cool. So, yeah, rather than just making it a challenge for the sake of a challenge and stuff, we wanted to sort of do this and raise some money along the way, and yeah. which I thought would be really cool. I mean, you know, we, often we always think when you want to raise money for something, mm. you always think, you know, you, tr- you sort of want to weigh something up against another because no cause is more deserving than another. Sure, you know, yeah. They're equally deserving, like every cause is sort of equally deserving of a donation. But what we wanted to talk about today, um, why we wanted to do this is because we want to donate any money that we make from you know this sponsored swim we yeah. can turn it into a sponsored swim yeah 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 to um to the crisis the humanitarian crisis that's arising from the disastrous explosion in beirut last week yes uh, it's impacted the whole city um with hundreds dead thousands injured and so many more without basic facilities and amenities in the time of crisis yeah absolutely and i think it's just a a bit of a poignant one for me in that I've got a family who are from Beirut. Right. You know, and so the moment that I saw that video that was doing the rounds on social media and things, the explosion, yeah. my first thought was like, oh, right. Okay. It's one thing seeing the explosion being like, oh my God, what a massive explosion that it was. But to sort of go like, oh, I know people there and I know the people who have, you know, close family and friends and sort of like grown up there and so that must have been sort of my first thought was to go there yeah, it's, like, it, you know. it realises it doesn't it, it yeah like, definitely that it, um, yeah because I mean uh, you know in a time we're often used to seeing that kind of footage mm-hmm. online and, and whatnot and on the news mm. and you almost become desensitised to it so for you to have that you know yeah sort of family connection to it must be really yeah. you know kind of worrying yeah definitely and that's that was the one thing that I sort of wanted to to bring I suppose bring attention to, I suppose, in a weird way, is that sort of like to rather than just go, let it kind of sweep under the rug a bit. Yeah. Um, which it might have done in a way. Just the, uh, there was a picture that was released in the in the Times, which is the explosion comparison. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I saw this. Of if it had gone off in London. Yeah. And obviously the epicentre was, was quite a big chunk of central London. Yeah. And it, the reported damage went as far as the equivalent of like Dartford. Dartford, and, yeah, that's what I saw. Uh, Bexley and, and sort of the, the massive surrounding areas of yeah. the, the past the boroughs and stuff, and so that sort of really gave some some good uh, context, I suppose, if you will. Yeah, and so that was like, oh, okay, so it's one thing going, oh, you know, here's an explosion that happened over here, but to kind of get a sense of geography that you're all familiar with, yeah, you know, that was you know, and to to think that the explosion could be heard from miles away. I'm sure they I'm sure I read that they had it in Cyprus. They had it in Cyprus, which, yeah, you're quite right. I think it's about was it two hundred and fifty miles away? So to put that into context, that would have been heard in Cardiff. If it went off in London. Yeah. Like Or well, further than that. Further than that, Swansea, yeah. Swansea is would have been, yeah. Swansea's 250 miles from here. Yeah, and, would have and been we're, like, we're in Whitstable, so oh, Canterbury, but sort of yeah, on the borders of like if you if it was obviously in a secular yeah. Uh, explosion is sort of like on the rim there of sort of Exeter in the southwest and Manchester in the northwest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So South we definitely, West. definitely would have heard it in Kent. South Wales, West Country. Man- yeah. yeah. That's. <sighs> Again, you're putting geography into the yeah. into the mix. And yeah, imagine being in Cardiff being like, that. what was that? You know? Yeah. 
and realizing oh that was London you know that's absolutely crazy but yeah, it's yeah and it's awful and what it's done to communities in Beirut is just yes I mean it's just horrific yeah definitely and you know so when I spoke to um, my aunt Mia and staff and we said you know just caught up with her on the weekend and said like how are you how are things going yeah and she seemed that interested in the idea of doing some sort of fundraising stuff. So yeah. she wanted to have a chat about stuff, basically. So when we chatted to her and things, like a few more things came came to light that I didn't realise. 300,000 people have been made homeless. Yeah. Which I didn't realise. That's horrific. Which is a massive, massive number. Yeah. And, you know, obviously the the, the whole, the initial, that, that was the one thing that really surprised me was that you look at the, uh, there was like a, I think it was in The Guardian or something, there was like in a digital uh, version of the paper there's yeah. like one of those sliding images that you can see before and after yeah and yeah that was like the initial point of impact i suppose the yeah. tons and tons of ammonium nitrate um exploded and there's just this giant circular hole yeah which is where the building was yeah literally blew a hole in the earth man. literally there it was 43 meters deep and 140 something wide and it was just it's just crazy yeah and you know it's it's just yeah, it really kind of just like knocked me for six a bit, you know. Yeah, definitely. And to put it into context, so her her parents and my aunt's parents live three kilometres away from where the explosion was. Now that's like, and, and to think as we were just talking, yeah, you know, the distance. So I'm not 100% sure about how far away Dartford is from central London, but I think it's probably, what, let's say 10 miles, maybe 15 miles. Yeah, I couldn't say for sure, but yeah. So th- yeah. three kilometres to yeah, where yeah. the blast was is really close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think... Yeah, so from what she was saying, basically, it was that, like, the doors, all the doors were blown off the hinges and stuff. Yeah. The furniture was blown all over the place and yeah. smashed glass everywhere. And you think, like, that for for anybody, you know, to have that going, like, well, that's your entire, you know, what was it, like, and what she was saying is basically, where do you feel most safe? Is it home? Yeah. And that happened at your home. And then it leaves your home in, in tatters, you know. Yeah. It's just just mental, you know, and to think that if... If that had happened in London, and with all these things of comparing it to London, yeah, you know if that did happen in London. Just what a massive story that would be. So I think that's this is why it's sort of a bit like prevalent for me and things. No, I, yeah, I you totally, know, I totally get that. Um, and the the crazy thing is, of course, is that you know they're not excluded from obviously coronavirus and COVID nineteen things. You know, no. they're um, they're having to deal with all of that and now having to deal with this, which is just yeah, just one, crazy. Isn't one it? thing I read as well is that there was. Um, like the general general manager, the chairman of main person in charge of like it was a brand new hospital, yeah, in central Beirut, and uh, he was at home and he heard the blast, and the first thing he did is go to the hospital, yeah, sure, do, as and sure anyone in that position would, and uh, he said he got there and well, the hospital's in like in bits, like yeah, it's I can completely imagine. destroyed. Mm-hmm. And they had to then start a major operation of getting everyone out of the hospital and getting making everyone safe. Yeah. And then it turned out that there's three main hospitals in Beirut and they're all completely destroyed. Yeah. And it's just that kind of... I, I don't know, I just can't fathom that kind of... No, no. ...crisis, basically. No, and my brain no. can't process that. Yeah. And um, with that in mind, yeah, there has been some good stories and some positive stories that... I've seen come out of it. Oh, great, um, cool. It must be hard to remain positive in a time like that and in a situation yeah, yeah. like that. Um, but there are, um, there, I mean, there are locals in areas, and it's the story I read, and I can't remember the source, hmm. um, but um, in the affected areas, they were like the communities, the local communities were all gathering together right. and v- volunteering themselves, upon taking it upon themselves mm. 
to clear the streets of all the debris and oh, all the rubble and nice. treating the people who who were injured. Yeah. Um, and what they were doing, yeah, they were like, they'd have little community groups and they'd sort of allocate roles to those who yeah. were physically able to help and whatnot. Yeah. And they had, you know, they would sort of set up little first aid stations to help those. And those who yeah. couldn't physically help would then set up a little stall, like a rest area stall. Mm. And uh, so they would have bottles of water, like clean mm. drinking water and, you know, and uh, like a chair for someone to sit on if they were exhausted or yeah. whatever. And, yeah. and those people were then sort of helping the, you know, the ones who needed first aid. Right, and right. it was just like this wonderful story of a community that came together in nice in a time of such, you know, sort of yeah. desperate crisis. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that was nice, but I, I don't know, you know, on the wider scale how... Mm. How much that's you know that's been happening yeah. elsewhere, but that was just one positive story. Yeah, yeah, that definitely. Came out of it. And I'm sure, like in that sort of situation where you just, yeah, you just end up sort of like just putting up your sleeves and being like, okay, everyone needs everybody's help. Yeah, you know, in that way, yeah, that's it. That's really cool. And upon chatting to um, my aunt anyway, um, Mark Mia, I sort of said, you know, we're going to be doing this. Is there maybe like a charity in mind that you know we're kind of the one that would kind of mean most to you? I yeah, suppose, you know, nice. So that we could try and help as many people as possible. Yeah. And um, they've been sort of doing quite a lot of research at the moment, yeah, which is really cool to try and find exactly that where it's not going to get like just filtered down or sort of like lost in mm-hmm. in the in the you know where it can get sort of just on the ground as quick as possible. Yeah. So they've uh, found a charity called um, Impact for Lebanon. Okay. Now you know they'll basically send it to whoever needs it at the time or whenever they need it at the time. So that's okay. whether that's. Uh, food banks or whether that's um medical supplies or whatever it may be mm-hmm. and i think that's that's really cool that they've just done like a lot of research and what they're going to do is they're going to set up there is a just giving page at the moment yeah which is allowing them to sort of just yeah concentrate all their efforts but what they're going to try and do is they're going to set up like it's on my dad's side of the family so they're going to set up the uh, the pilo relief fund style thing okay which is cool um so they're just in the midst of setting that up at the moment so what they're going to do is they're going to set up like an email address and stuff yeah where you can send donations to try and help. And I think collectively, amongst my family and stuff, we're all going to do sort of bits and pieces to try and help okay. fundraise, which is yeah. cool. So basically, as soon as that email address and all the, those details come to light, yeah, we'll sort of like link stuff into our social medias and things and, and we'll start chatting about that when we're training and things. Yeah, And then we'll be able to sort of go like, right, here's the, here's the place to go to. And we can talk a bit more about what the charity is doing and yeah, where reg- that relief is going to go and regular how it's going to work. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. No, that's great. You know, the one thing that she said that I think that kind of really stuck was like, it may be like just a drop in the ocean, really. Yeah. But if there's loads of drops in the ocean, that's really, that's going to help in yeah, some ways. Co- you know what I mean? Does. Which yeah. is really cool. And then just to kind of create some sort of hope and some sort of positivity. And, and that's the one thing she was saying. It's just like, rather than try and sort of like be really upset and sad about it, let's be pragmatic and proactive and... Let's go for that. Couldn't agree more. So that's really cool. Yeah. So yeah, so we'll update as we go along. We'll, we'll keep keep an eye on our socials. Keep yeah. an eye on our, everything that we've got there. We'll have some fun being wet. <laughs> Moist. Sounds weird. And uh, no, we'll have, we'll have some fun training along the way. And um, yeah, we'll keep you posted with all of the, the deets and deets. stuff. Yeah, so close to our heart and stuff. And uh, yeah, do, as we've always said with any kind of fundraising thing, times are obviously tough, but doing what you can, if you can, anything is helpful. And yeah, yeah so that's going to be really good. Go on, Ben. I mean, really? Sure? Go on. I mean... Please?
All right, okay. Right, here we go. It's time for good news. How's that? Feel better now? Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a good thing now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> so, um, it's time for good news. Uh, <laughs> so, um, what is your good news for this week, mate? Beavers. Be- beavers, right. Beavers. Uh, <laughs> okay. Beavers uh, have been given the right to stay in Devon, uh, paving way for further reintroductions in the area. Oh, cool. Uh, so, uh, it's a mystery how they got there, but uh, beavers living on the River Otter which I think is... That's amazing. Yes. Great, love it. Bonkers, but brilliant. Uh, they've won the legal right to stay, uh, which, a move that's been heralded as groundbreaking by uh, yeah. local campaigners. Uh, this is from the Positive News Network. Cool. And they have been uh, squatting, apparently, on the River Otter for seven years. Um, <laughs> In my head, I've just got them like, like wood either side of their shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> and just like busting out some squats. Yeah, right. You know, with sweatbands. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I had them like, like chained... To the, they change it. No, we're not going. <laughs> we chained ourselves to the river. We're not going. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, the, yeah. yeah like some sort of like beaver fitness regime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll be doing. They'll be lunging on the river. Or something, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just le- <laughs> constant leg day for uh, for beavers. Oh. Um, basically, uh, fifteen families of beavers have now been granted the legal right to remain on the Devon waterway after a five-year study revealed that. The reintroduced animals had made a positive contribution to fish populations and the local environment. So nice. I think that's just great news. That's really wicked, yeah. And it's, um, long, yeah, I think... Long-awaited beaver news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, um, you know, just for three for three this week, maybe, are you on for conservation news? Mate, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I think that's just going to be my thing now. I'm just going to constantly find conservation news. Conservation news, isn't it? No, yeah. It's good. It's good. Uh, this is a call to Adam Roberts. If you can send some my way, that'd be great. Thanks, bye. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be a few little bits that I found recently. Um, so, obviously, like you, you mentioned before, it was in the aftermath of um, Beirut's explosion. Thousands of people have gone out to, yep. um, you know, up their sleeves and just helping whatever they, mm-hmm. way they can cleaning up and giving aid and stuff in other sort of positive um lebanon news uh people across lebanon have opened up their doors to the thousands left homeless by the explosion with right. the, the hashtag our homes are open amazing um which is really great yeah because obviously people have been just left with obviously like we said nothing. absolutely nothing so that's yeah. really cool and a, and a miracle girl has been found in the rubble after the ravaged beirut after 24 hours of digging um and offers a rare moment of hope amongst the devastation so oh, wow. that's really cool so, yeah that's lovely yeah so amid all the devastation there is you know there are little pockets of hope and stuff that yeah there is positive news coming out of it and yeah that's that's the thing that we should be focusing on in a big Absolutely. way across the way across the way over in New Zealand um, New Zealand's parliament has unanimously passed a, a historical bill for equal pay amendments to ensure that pay equity between men and women are the same fantastic which is great news um, I know we've got some uh, Kiwi listeners out there we do. We do. Um, so yeah, Jacinda Ardern has amended the existing legislation that when she was elected, she promised to do that when she was elected in 2017 to get rid of paid discrimination and she's done just that. Fantastic. So what a legend Jacinda is. I'm going to start a petition for Jacinda Ardern to be the Prime Minister of the world. The world. Yeah. <laughs> I'd vote. Yeah. 100%. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. That'd be so good. Obviously when we spoke to um, Dr. Ranj as well recently, spoke about everything with face masks. Yes. And we had some good news come in and that is uh, that Tom Lawson who is a um, a doctor who works at the Bradford Bradford Royal Infirmary in Yorkshire? <laughs> Not Bradford. Bradford. <laughs> Who's he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, to uh, Bradford Royal Infirmary in Yorkshire, North England, 
So he has run 22 miles wearing a face mask to show that it doesn't cut oxygen levels to help stop this information, but also raising money for charity at wow. the same time. Great work. So he ran the 22 miles to work and back uh, wearing a mask to help stop spread the misinformation and conspiracy theories around face coverings and to help uh, fund charities as well. Yeah. Um, he decided to run with a mask on following concerns of respiratory illness and things. He was wearing a pulse um, oximeter. Uh, the thing that you put in your finger. Okay, yeah. Which just measures your oxygen saturation and it never fell below 98%. Wow. Which is kind of what it should be. Yeah. But also raised um, almost two and a half grand for the Threshold Trust, which is a charity which helps to end food poverty and supports food banks around the UK. Fantastic. Great um, cause. So, yeah, so it's really great. So, um, what an amazing thing. Yeah. What an amazing section of good news, you know. Yeah, that was, yeah, comprehensive this week. Yeah, it's been good. So. Yeah. And following on from last week's good news, where I mentioned about the Screams for Iceland. Oh, yeah, okay. Yep. Uh, we were saying about there are yellow speakers dotted around in random places in Iceland in the wilderness and yeah. people can scream into their your phones and your laptops and your iPads and things and then that will get played out into the ether. Yeah. We should do it. I mean, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I mean, nothing like a guttural scream at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. People, yeah, the, the builders outside are going to be like, what is going yeah. on? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to, I'm just going to set this to record. Okay. Um, pre-warning, we're obviously screaming. I'll turn this down in paste so your ears aren't blasted out. Um, are we going to do this together or are we going to do... We do this together, yeah. Okay. What we, what we... <laughs> Rather than like me screaming something and you go, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think let's try and sort of put a positive message out there. Okay. What? Be more positive? Let's be positive. Let's be positive. Great. Yeah. Okay. So... Give me a countdown. Just give me a... Okay, here we go. Let's be positive. Yeah. So three, two... Let's be positive! <laughs> Play it back. Let's be positive! <laughs> cool, that sounds pretty... <laughs> Aggressive. <Yeah. laughs> Let's be positive! Is that it? Go yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, we were just live in the wilderness in Iceland. That's really weird. <laughs> That's amazing. In uh, Skagafoss in South Iceland. Oh, I know it well. That... <laughs> Skurgifers. That, <laughs> that, <laughs> that is amazing. That's really cool. There you go. Oh man, I've achieved something today. <laughs> Even before you started work. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Nice. So Ben. We've had an email. An email? We've had an email. Nice. We've had those for a while. It's more social media these days. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, we've yeah. had a, like essentially an old-fashioned email. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steve from Rochester emailed in just to say Hi, that uh, every uh, Tuesday morning I make a coffee and I listen to your uh, new episode of Two Bees in a Pod and it's a really good way to start the day and just feel positive. Oh, mate. So thank you very much, Steve. Oh, thanks, um, mate. More positivity to you. Yeah. That's what we say. Uh, nice. Yeah, cheers, Steve. And uh, yeah, thanks, obviously, for tuning in. And um, hopefully this little nugget of <laughs> of uh, email mentioning has made you uh, feel a little bit more positive. Yeah. That's really cool. Nice. Well, um, yeah, I think what an amazing point to end the show, mate. I think, it's, yeah, I think, like I say, it's been... Nice to sort of touch upon the positivity of all the happy chemicals. We did yep. speak about the happy chemicals during the run as well. Absolutely. Nice to sort of go, what an amazing achievement. What nice way to kind of go, right, challenge two. This is going to be really good fun. And, you know, and what an amazing time to... Be alive. To be, yeah, to be... <laughs> what an amazing time to 
to bring about some good charitable points as well. You yeah. know, so it's going to be really just an all round, yeah, positive thing that we're doing something positive for ourselves, an amazing challenge, and raising some well needed uh, relief along the way. Absolutely, which is really cool. Yeah, uh, the way that you can catch up with the challenge, the way that you can catch up with all of the fundraising news, and where you can donate said money and said relief is on our socials. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Podcast and on Facebook.com forward slash Two People. And you can always get in touch with us via email, which is benpkesp at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website, which is www.2ppodcast.com. And also, um, if you click a subscribe button on wherever you get your podcast, you'll be notified that there's a new one in the bank ready for you to listen to. Uh, and five-star reviews, and only five-star reviews are welcomed. That's, yeah. Other reviews are frowned upon. Uh, not as positive. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, please get in touch, everyone. Uh, we read all of your messages. And, of course, if you send any questions or emails or comments, um, you'll have a chance to feature on the pod. Very, very cool. Very cool. Um, so, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Peace and love. We've been two peas in the pod. He has been Kez. And he has been Ben P. Oh. oh. Just Ben P. Oh, you've really thrown me off. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 I can't even expect something now. <laughs> <laughs>